know, sometimes you read stuff and you, you realize that all the lessons and devotionals that you may have tried to get through, somebody out there has already said it a whole lot better, a whole lot smoother, and probably in a way that is much more understandable. And uh, I would highly recommend this book to anybody. It's called Unleashed by Eric Mason. And uh, when I first seen it, I thought 100% that it was going to be one of the uh, prosperity gospel books where they were saying, you know, you want the power of God unleashed in your life and do X, Y, and Z, and then it'll happen. <clears throat> but I've, I've found that this book goes a whole lot deeper than that. Um, there's one part of it that I want to read to you, and I'll try not to add much or take any out. It says, God, the great anchor. Volumes upon volumes have been written in an attempt to reconcile the sovereignty of God with the suffering of man. If God is ruling over the universe, why do bad things happen? He says, I'll not attempt to engage those arguments here, but I do want us to see something, namely the anchor. In the midst of our suffering, there is a constant temptation to think God doesn't care. God isn't good. If God is all-powerful, why would he allow you to go through this? Essentially, these are darts from the enemy. Thoughts arising as residue from the fall. One of the most telling statements in the scriptures is the voice of Job's wife. After great calamity in their lives, she says, Do you still hold fast to your integrity, Job? Curse God and die. Her words are telling. She makes a bold assertion toward the Lord and her counsel for suffering could come in many forms toward any of us in suffering. Maybe it's not your wife, but a co-worker, or a best friend, or even your own imagination, the words in your head telling you why, if God is good, would he allow such terrible things to happen to me. The enemy can sift you in any number of ways. In this passage of Job, it's almost like she couldn't fathom God being active in the midst of hardships. Is she telling him to commit suicide because it's that bad? It's extremely harsh. If any of us are to persevere in the midst of pain, we must possess a deep theology of the unmoving character of God that is embedded in the depths of our heart. Job says something that indicates where he is at this point in their suffering. But he said to her, you speak as one of the foolish women would speak. Shall we receive good from God? And shall we not receive evil? In all this, Job did not sin with his lips. He's basically telling his wife that she is operating in the realm of unbelief. Wrestling with God and denying God are two different things. Suffering reveals who is anchoring you at all times. Are your circumstances in life your anchor? Or is the God of ages your anchor? Job was willing to think the best of God in the worst of circumstances. And we must not let suffering choke out of us the truth about who God is. I'm not minimizing our sufferings. And I'm not glorifying from Him. The point is that in our journey with Christ under the sovereign omniscient sight of the good Lord, 
both good and evil will cross our paths. And during both, the Lord remains the same. And then in a previous chapter, he, he uh, <clears throat> brings out what Israel has already been teaching in Hebrews chapter 5, where it talks about even Jesus endured much suffering. But what did it say? It says in Hebrews chapter 5, verse 7 through 9, and there it says that he was made perfect through. He was strengthened in his suffering. So let's pray. We'll be dismissed. Lord, we love you and we thank you for this day. God, we just pray that your will would be accomplished through these services and that you would be honored and glorified through it. Lord, we love you. We pray for all those that are out sick this morning, Lord. Whatever the, the cause may be, we just pray that your hand would be over them and, and with their families, Lord. We just pray that you would be with uh, Scotty as he leads us into worship, Lord, that you would just bless him and his family. And, Lord, I just pray that you would be with Israel as he comes before us and, and brings us your word. Lord, I pray that you would just bless him, put your hand over his family as well, be with our Sunday school teachers. And, again, Lord, we just pray that your will would be accomplished and you would be honored and glorified through everything that is done and said. In your name we pray. Amen.